Why do things in your life never quite want to measure up to what you're wanting it, wanting it to be? We're going to be talking about standards. What are they? How can you actually raise them? And more on this week of the Relaxed Mail on episode number 97. Welcome to Relaxed Mail, a podcast that helps men change their relationship with themselves. I am your host, Brian, and I am a men's life and mindset coach who is here to help you understand that you don't have to suffer at your own expense. You can live your dream, and I encourage you to set, then pursue your goals. So join me as I change the mindset and attitudes of men so that they can be the leaders of their families and their destinies. Hey man, hello and welcome to the Relaxed Mail. I am Brian. I am your host for the uh, for the show, and I am a men's coach. I help men to get past that that chaotic area. If you're going through like a divorce or or getting fired from a job, losing a job, or those areas where you just find yourself really mired down in the uh, the pit of despair, I help coach you out of that so you can actually get back up onto the level you were and even get you up above that. We that's what I sit down. I love to help guys out on finding out that their all their power that they think they have lost is still right there with them. And if you have any any questions, any comments, or are interested, you can always go over to relaxmail.com forward slash uh, contact. Get a hold of me, and I'll be able. I'd love to be able to uh, to help you out. Uh, if you are a new person listening to the show, man, I want to appreciate you taking out uh, the time of the day to of your day to actually t- listen to the show, see what uh, what it is about to actually being able to raise your standards. What are your standards? And that's what we're going to be talking about. If you happen to like the show uh, or you're looking for something new to actually uh, listen to, man, you can uh, go to relaxmail.com forward slash subscribe. That'll take you over to our subscription page. You can subscribe or follow over on Apple, Google, Spotify, if you want, whatever your podcast platform of choice is, I pretty much have got a link there. And if I don't, you, I guarantee you we're on the podcast index. We're on uh, the Apple iTunes or Apple podcast directory. We can be found just about anywhere. So you can search there, do a quick search for relaxed mail. Guarantee our, you're going to see our logo pop up. The guy relaxing against the mountains and you just uh, follow there. And uh, you'll get each and every each and every one of our episodes. If I could talk today, every Thursday, and uh, be ready for you to listen through the uh, weekend or the following week. So, anyhow, today's topic we're talking standards, and what are they, and why are they so dad burn important? Why? What is it about a standard? Some, so many of the today's society seems to really just want to to negate standards, take standards and just completely wipe them off the table. Say that they're not important. They're, you know, they're, they're a product of the, uh, the patriarchy. You know, you, you'll hear absolutely everything under the sun as to why a standard is such a bad thing. You have, uh, you, Oh, what was it about? Um, oh, sometime in the middle of uh, last year, the, uh, Oh, the Smithsonian and, uh, one of their, uh, other museums actually put out, you know, this whole infographic about uh, talking about race and uh, 
aspects and assumptions of whiteness and then the white culture. And a lot of it is the standards of what our country is. Now, this is not a means to talk about uh, politics. It's wanted to actually put this into perspective as to why I wanted to choose standards so darn, so darn uh, bad. Why I wanted to talk about that today. And that is because one of the few of the things they attacked about was like the rugged individualism, family structure, emphasis on scientific method, uh, history, Protestant work ethic, religion, uh, status, power, and authority, future orientations, uh, aesthetics, holidays, justices, uh, competition, and, and communication. You know, the rugged individual, that is America. All right. And there are more, you know, we can chop apart well was were there more uh whites going across the uh doing the rugged individualism or was it the blacks that's we're not we're not talking about that but the whole idea of america was that we are rugged individuals we are each in this country individual men and women and we go out and we get stuff done and that was the important part we had that standard of we get crap done we go out there we roll up our sleeves we are rugged individuals we conquered the wild west we settled it we turned it into a hospitable area and yeah you can talk talk about what what atrocities were done but if you're going to talk about atrocities you also need to talk about the goods that good stuff that actually happened they're talking you know family structure it is important it is vitally important for a country to have families and again there was a there's a subset of people who are were are dead set on destroying the family the nuclear family blm for one they are absolutely they have it in there where they wanted to get rid of the western idea of the nuclear family these are things that are are absolutely they're standards for a reason they worked. They made the point that there's 2.3 children as the ideal social unit. Well, a lot of people like to have three kids because they all balanced out. You didn't have, and you didn't have a, a problem of more than one. There's a lot of reason. Anyhow, still, you know, they aim for three kids. Sometimes people would get two. So that's where the 2.3, uh, the husband is a breadwinner. Yes. That was one of the great things where the wife was able to stay home, take care of the kids and, keep the house and uh, to her standard and set her standards upon where she was going to live. She wanted to have a house that was a, 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 a that emitted uh, peace and harmony. That's what her choice was. She could, was able to, a lot of people want to try to say that no men, you know, were wanting to were forced them to be in the, uh, in the, the household. No, because there's a lot of times that back, even back in the pioneer days, the white woman had to leave the house to go work because they weren't the, the farm wasn't making enough money. So things like that absolutely happened. Men were proud of themselves though, to be able to earn enough money to where their wife was able to stay home and take care of the kids. That's one of the things I prided myself on. I was able to continue that. My, my standard was to make enough money so that my wife wasn't, wasn't going to have to abandon the kids and pass the kids off onto some set of strangers in a building so that she was able to go work. And because those people, you know, yeah, they're get, they're there for a paycheck. Most of, uh, 
for the the bottom if you boil it all down they're there for a paycheck they're not there they really don't give a rat's behind about your kid they may develop an affection they may develop a bond but that bond that affection and all is more is stronger when it's done through by your wife and by you and you being home in the evening uh, the wife is the homemaker and they like to try to say the subordinate to the husband no I don't know anybody, you know, they, a lot of misconceptions as to what, you know, there, a lot of crap that was actually told in there. But the family structure as a whole was the important thing to have a family, to have a group of people there who to actually, when they had kids, their purpose was to actually make sure those kids were raised. And that's what I'm trying to help teach a lot of men these days is what are, what's the man's purpose in a family? They are to provide for the family. They are to go out. They are to kill the dragon, drag it back, have plenty of food to eat and give some away to the, to the neighbors if they are able to. The mom is there to help raise the kids, but it's not just a woman only thing. Men have to be involved in the kids' lives at the same time to make sure their kids grow up in a healthy, happy environment. And that's a lot of times people have taken that and thrown it away, thrown the whole detail of that. Uh, now children should have own rooms. <sighs> Well, okay, that little de- key structure. No, they don't don't have to have their own room. It's nice if they can, but they don't have to. That is something society has wants to try to state. But no, my kids, the girls, didn't have their own room. They had they had uh, to, had to share a room, but it was something that was something that was that was done. Uh, emphasis on scientific method. Well, we have a scientific method for a reason because a it works and it's proven. And though a lot of people want to try to take the scientific method and throw it out the window because scientific method is not just oh okay well we all agree. No, if somebody else doesn't agree, everybody then goes in and discusses it. And there's a lot of discussion. It's not just hey you shut up. You don't know what you're what you're talking about. A lot of the stuff you're seeing where they've abandoned the scientific methods, abandoned that standard has come about in the last year because, yeah, they, it's, you know, you'll have one side stouting science and the other side will tout it's science and it, neither one. They're too busy not even trying to art, to work out the full details. They're just busy going, well, this is how it needs to be done. This is the way it's going to be done because of science. We're, we, we've heard the science and the science is settled. No, the science is not settled. Science is far from settled. We barely know anything about the, the Wuhan flu and it's, you know, to try to go off and, and state that the, the, uh, scientific method is broken or not good and, or is a proof of a, of a white culture. No, the proof of the, it is a proof of American culture history. We take pride in our history. Yes. Did we do certain atrocities? Yes. We did some horrible things to, uh, through the past. Nobody is perfect. Was, uh, was, George Washington, the a great man, he tried his damnedest to live up to be a great man. Was Thomas Jefferson a great man? He tried his damnedest to be the great man. Was he a perfect man? Were either of them perfect man? Was Benjamin Franklin a perfect man? No, nobody is a perfect man. They had their flaws. They had their problems. They had every man. Yes, it has a, has a side that they really don't want to you know don't talk about. They it's not something that they're really really proud about. But their wins, their the accomplishments, the fact that they were able to get 13 colonies to agree and half of those colonies were in the South and they wanted to, you know, they 
they were having to try to hold on to slavery while the North half was trying to try to abolish slavery. And so they had to actually work together to come up with a cohesive form of, of government that will allow for everybody to be happy. And there were reasons why those compromises happened. Another thing that they claim to be a white culture is, uh, is religion and Christianity is the norm. Well, you know, I have to, I hate to tell them, especially the people who wrote this deal up. But if you want to know who has more Christianity in their system than the whites, it's actually the black community. That is one reason why the black community is, they still go to church on a very regular basis. They make sure that their kids and their grandkids, and you always heard, hear them talking about, hey, well, their grandma t- took them to church every single day. And so they, they did. There's a lot of God, a lot of religion in the, in the black culture. So it's again, a lot of wrongs, but having religious uh, religion in your life as a standard, again, is a big thing to have. So st- there's a lot of standards, status, power, and authority. Well, you, when you have a standard, you're going to elevate your, if you're, if you have a high enough standard, your power is going to increase. Future orientation. Yes, you want to be able to look forward to set in the mud and go, well, I'm in the mud. I'm, my pants are muddy. Uh, this is terrible. That is not a good way to approach life. That is not a good way to approach anything. And that's one thing I help men to do is stop playing the victim sitting in there in a, pu- a puddle of mud wondering who got their pants wet without acknowledging the fact that they got their own pants wet uh uh time time being viewed as a commodity well it is a commodity it is the only commodity true commodity it is the only thing that once spent it is gone you cannot get it back there is no way to get time back you're not able to travel back in time and get that beautiful precious moment with your son back it is done it's gone it's out of the way you have to be looking forward. So there's a lot of standards, uh, aesthetics uh, based on European culture. Well, that's because the majority of people in the U.S. have some type of, of European descendant. Now, are there the other half of the, uh, of the population of the U.S. comes from, you know, comes from Africa, comes from Asia, comes from Japan, comes, you know, comes from everywhere else. So, but yeah, there's a good deal of, of people who are here from, from a, uh, from a, a descendant. Now, again, I'm kind of going through these real quick and I understand the, I'm just trying to give a, an example of these are all standards. And now why are, and there's others, like I said, competition, competition is important. Competition is a man thing. Yes. There are women who enjoy a good, uh, good rousing bout of, of competition, but men, it's ingrained in us. It is all about competition. You, we're going to compete no matter what. You, we, you know, we take a, a bottle cap and, and see who can flick it the farthest. You know, we always make game out of something, and it's just a bo- way of bonding. Communication, uh, the king's English rules. Well, okay, they're trying to throw the king as king's English. Well, these are again, these are other things that are are important to be able to speak in an L, in, in a uh, in a a way that people can understand you helps you out tremendously to have that standard to have a standard where you can speak good English is is better than someone who can only speak you know hillbilly 
All right. And you, oh, yeah, because they're, they're, they're going on, on down the, all the holler and get ourselves a, a, a plug a plug in the back. You know, you're not you hear people talk about that. You talk in that level. You're going to instantly think their IQ may be a little lower. Now, can they turn? Are they that lower? No. But, you know, if you are able to speak eloquently, you're going to be able to have a higher standard of command uh, command of of the English language. You are able to command a the attention of people better when you're able to use English better when you're amongst English speaking people. If you're around a bunch of Hispanic people and you sit there and start trying to speak English, it's not going to work. You start trying to speak German to them, it ain't going to work. If you start speaking Spanish or if they're uh, which Spanish Mexican. You know, they're going to, they're going to speak. If you're speaking Mexican to people from Mexico, because Spanish is a, is a different dialect than the, than the, the Espanol that is speaking, uh, spoken, speaking. See exactly what I mean. You know, spoken in, in Mexico is, they're two different things. And if you try to speak actual, you know, Spanish, Spain stop a Spanish over to them, they're going to look at you like, what the heck did you just say? We have standards. When we st- those standards are there for a very good reason. Personally, wise, personality wise, you have standards in your life. What is a standard? Well, a standard is a level of quality that you personally accept. The same as in society, in uh, in your state, there is a level of quality that your state's going to accept as a as a society. Then, country wise, there is a level of quality that we're going to accept. As uh, as a standard, if it dips below that, you know we're not going to like it. If it goes above it, well, we're going to like that. We raise our standards for for a reason. Capitalism did a wonderful job of taking us out of the dirt and bringing us up to where we are now. And sadly, there are a lot of people, even in the United States, who hate the fact that because of our hard work, because of our work ethic, because we are. We have a standard of priding ourselves in the fact that we do work and we do work consistently and dependably that we are now at a higher level than someone like China who is browbeating their people into working at a minimum level. When it comes to our standard, too many people sadly tolerate things that are below what their standards are. And this is where you start, people start doing stuff and it kind of irritates you, gets on your nerves. That's what happens when people are getting are below your standard. You come across somebody who views their level of standard, their standards at a lower level than what you do. And they start doing stuff that is sub standard for your expectations. You're not going to want to pay that person. If a person does a piss poor job as to what you think your value is, that is below standard operations. And so you're not going to want to pay them. Say they're going to remodel a bedroom for Three thousand dollars, and they get finished, and their the sheetrock is not not level. It's not smooth, and it's not it doesn't look right, and the paint's just kind of half halfway slopped on there. You've got wires hanging out where it should be. There should be a plug in. You've got 
everything's halfway done. He you're and he comes up to you and goes, "All right, well, it'll be four thousand dollars." Are you going to pay him that? No, because he did a stand a level that was so far below your standard that you couldn't help but recognize what that standard was and that how poor that standard was. And so you're going to want to make sure that you're going to. Oh no, I'm going to give you you know seven hundred and fifty for the half-assed job you did. But if the guy comes along and he does everything, he even adds some crown molding to the top. And I mean, he gets everything just, you know, takes what you thought was $5,000 worth of work and throws in $7,000 worth of work. You're, he's going to, you're going to come, he's come up to you and go, no, that's going to be $4,000. And you're going to go, dude, here's five. You did, you rocked it, man. Holy smokes. You did a, did an amazing job. You're going to actually want to give him more because you see that standard and you want to be able to meet that standard. So there's a lot of reasons why standards are important. And we have standards in all sections of our lives, from our health to our relationships to our careers to to what we drive. Everything we have standards. You're not going if you're not uh, if you're used to driving around in a five year old a Cadillac that's no older than five years old. When you get into a a 1982 Yugo, you're going to be like, oh my god. You, you know, you're going to physically be revolted by that such low drop of standard. And some people may, well, maybe you're the person you're helping is, that's all they can afford. Well, that's a, that's a completely different thing. If you were expected to be having a Yugo when you're used to a five-year-old Cadillac, you're not going, you're going to be revolted by the fact, by the implication that you are supposed to accept this. And this is coming on. This is stuff that sadly I see might be happening down the way. We have a set of standards. You have a personal set of standards. You have a standard set of standards for your family. And like I said, when it comes to your health, <clears throat> you may be somebody who you identify as a walker. I walk all the time. I walk here and there and up and down and all around. That could be the case. And if you fall below, I walk at least 15 minutes every day. Maybe that's your standard that you walk 15 minutes every day and you go to bed that night and you didn't walk 15 minutes that day. That's really going to bug you. That's a standard that becomes a habit. If you uh, pride yourself on being in shape and then you step on the, and your, uh, your whole life, you've been 210 pounds because you're six foot three. And all of a sudden you look down, you're 250. Well, you've let the, you, your standards have dropped. All of a sudden, you've got more weight than you're comfortable on having. So you're going to start finding ways to ditch the weight. Your relationships. If you've got a wife who is not, not living up to what your standards are, that's that you start voicing it. Now, but sadly for us, a lot of us guys, we're nice guys. So when it comes to a something that is subpar, we're not going to speak up about it because our standard is we don't want to have a fight. We don't want to rock the boat. We don't want to have uh, emotional levels get too high. And because of that, we want, we lower our standards to keep, to try to keep the, the balance even. Be but because we drop our levels, because we drop our standards, our, our wife at that time, when, when the time when we married, we may have had a higher standard, but all of a sudden we've dropped our standards to a low level that is so low that it starts to bother our wife. And so we end up sh essentially are shooting ourselves in the foot. We don't want to make a, make a, make a mess. We don't want to have a, have a scene. Well, because you don't want to have a scene, you're going to end up, you know, 
you've now taken your standards and lowered them because you could have just gotten through, set your standard of, I will be uncomfortable for five minutes so that we can keep our standards high. And, but we don't want to do that. And that's one reason why marriage quality often drops with a, with a nice guy. All of a sudden, the girl, the woman he thought was, you thought was just this magnificent, beautiful, wonderful woman. She's gone run off with, uh, with some other, with your best friend. Well, how could she? You never saw that ha- coming. Well, no, you didn't because you were too busy making, trying to make sure everybody thing was safe and, and okay that you didn't even try to bother doing the hard stuff. You were trying, you were playing it small when the standard that she was needing was, you know, uh, over your head was a lot higher than what you were wanting to do. Your career, that's one reason why your level of income may be too darn low is because your standard of work is not what the standard of work the boss is needing. You're, you've not, got to figure out how do I get my standard level up not high enough to where the boss wants to give me a promotion or give and pay me more and more money. Standards work in everywhere. You, if you work, are working with a, with a guy whose standards are lower than yours, it's going to really start to irk you. You may not even understand why it irks you. Why every time, uh, Connor comes walking around here, all of a sudden he just rubs you the wrong way, no matter what he's doing. And that's because his standard is not your standard and your body and your mind instantly picks up the fact that he, he's a low standard dude and you've got a higher standard. So you can actually do some stuff. You could actually even take that where the guy's standard is too low and start mentoring him and bring that st- his standard up to your standard. And maybe then all of a sudden y'all are working like, like a well-oiled machine. So how do you raise your standards? Well, there's a lot of different ways, different depending on what it is. Like, uh, in relationships, it's good to set some healthy boundaries. If you've got, uh, somebody who is always, uh, say a boss or a coworker who's always stepping over you, you need to set that boundary. Go, no, I'm not going to do your work for you. That is your work. I have my work. You do your work. I do my work. And when we have problems with our work, we can come and collaborate with each other, but I am not doing my work for you. Uh, things bother you. Go ahead. Lance that damn boil when it starts to show up because it's going to be a lot less of a mess to mess to, to deal with if you get that taken care of right then instead of letting it build up and fester and get, you know, get even worse because eventually it's going to erupt, erupt and it's going to erupt at the wrong darn time and it's just going to stink. And it's going, and this is speaking boil and, and literal, literal boil and literal and figuratively as in the situation. It's, it does. It just come, it just happens at the worst time and you're going to have to then deal with it whether you wanted to or not. At that moment, it becomes so bad. Once that standard gets so low, you've got to deal with it then. So it's better to voice it when it starts to bother you. When you notice that it's bothering you, recognize what it is, what is it about that that's bothering you, and then voice that. Tell tell the guy, dude, I'm tired of, uh, of correcting your spelling. Here's a here's a program called Grammarly. Use it. Run your pro, your your report through Grammarly once. It'll save you for about four hours of editing. All right. You can allow. You can stop accepting subpar work. Um. Why are you allowing that? Look at yourself and ask yourself. Why are you allowing that substandard living? Why is your Why is your family not at the level that you see them as? 
Well, it could be that you're not leading them good. It could be that there's other things going on. There's other distractions and there's things that are happening that are causing you to, to that standard to be dropped. Maybe it's because you're not explaining the importance of why that standard is set so high. Maybe it's time to actually start helping your son to achieve and understand and see what the worth of it, that standard is. The standard is a limiting belief just as much as, as the worst victim mindset. Cause if you are, have the standard of you're always the victim as opposed to always being the victor, who's going to win more? If your standard's a victim, you're not going to get near as much as if your standard is, is the, the victor. Recognize your value in the world. You do have value. No matter what you think, no matter what you were raised with, you may have been had the worst parents and they told you you were going to amount to nothing. You were just worse than a piece of chewed bubble gum stuck on that a dog pooed on and somebody stepped in. All right. There is your it's absolutely, absolutely false. If someone to think that you have no value, you do provide a value. You just have to be able to find that value. You do have value. Find the value and start raising yourself, start recognizing why your value is there. What are you actually worth to your family, to your kids, to your friends, to your, to your boss, find that value. You are, it is there. They re there's a reason why they chose you. And that's because you, they saw value in you, even though you didn't see value in yourself from there, start, just start attacking those limiting beliefs. When you start seeing, oh, well, that's just how Connor always is. No, that's not right. That's not true. You see that Connor has a more value. Start, so start helping him bring his value up to your standards. We can bring our, each other up. Uh, tide raises all boats. So, and you can actually have, start a culture in your work to where Everybody starts to realize and bring everybody up. If a person's not willing to hang and doesn't want to become the, uh, recognize that standard, guess what? That person will eventually weed himself out. You won't have to worry so much about the all the uh, all the other crap that goes on with trying to trying to run a business or trying to raise a family. Because when your family is all in in simpatico, you're going to be uh, y'all are all going to understand, Hey, this is what we are. We are good ones. We're going to, uh, we do not, we do this. We do not let, you know, crap slide. We uh, face the facts right then and there. These are all wonderful things to actually think. These are standards, mantras, uh, mission statements. I'll, I'll help you set your level of standards. So if you find yourself with a low standard and you're wanting help to get yourself up to a better standard, find that value in yourself and you need help, man, I've got things that can actually help you with that. You can come over to uh, relaxmail.com forward slash brotherhood of men. That is a men's group. And we are all dedicated to make sure that you find, see the value that you have, get you to cut, raise that value and to start seeing the success of having a higher value. Or if you are not really sure about working with a, with a group of guys, you, you can do one-on-one. -on -one. I've got men's coaching that works, uh, works for you. We meet every other week. We help you uh, talk it through. We look at it, we work it out. And then every other week we go, you go out and, uh, and go and, and implement the, the new strategy, the new and change that new habit 
and we work with each other for a full year. So if there's something you're interested in, again, you can go to relaxmail.com and at the top, you're going to see work with Brian, click that, fill out the form and we can, we can start working together. So guys, with that, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to let you go. Thank you so much for listening. If this is your uh, first time listening and uh, you like to watch you what you heard, you can go to relaxmail.com forward slash subscribe. If you're listening on your uh, on a particular uh, podcatcher, uh, podcasting app, then somewhere on there you should see a subscribe. Subscribe to the show. You'll get it every Thursday. It's uh, and without ever having to even think about it. You can uh, also, guys, the big ass that I'm going to do is if you got any value from this show, go share it, uh, share it out to, onto your social media. Share that out. Let everybody know that there is this uh, this podcast called the Relaxed Mail. There are, uh, you can find it just about anywhere, but it's there to help us men become the best men possible, become successful men, and to become powerful men, and embrace the masculinity that we have been blessed with. And with that, guys, I'm going to I am going to go ahead and let you go. I can talk all of a sudden. And I hope y'all have a great rest of the, of the week. We will see y'all next Thursday. So till then, bye.